Hi, I'm Denny Van. I live with severe food sensitivities. And I'm Chef Ken. I teach people with food sensitivities how to cook. Welcome to the Food Sensitives Podcast. And I love it when we have guests come on, not only any guests, but chefs. We have with us today, Angelique Santana, and I just love you, darling. Um, We met in the most amazing circumstances and got to know each other a little bit. And Angelique, you know, she is the owner and founder of Eat with Angelique and a small business that was launched with a singular mission in mind, and that is to guide people toward a healthy lifestyle, starting with, but not ending with, the food we eat. Oh my gosh, that is just so basic yet profound, right? Yes. And Angelique is a speaker and the author of Food is Love. I can't wait to talk about that. She is a health coach and of course, a chef. Welcome to the Food Sensitives podcast, darling. We're so excited to have you. I think one of the first things I really want to talk about is food sensitivities and intolerances for those who eat a vegan plant-based diet. So as a chef, what are the things that you run across and that you have found? And do you have any food sensitivities? Mm. Great, great question. Uh, Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here with you. Um, So food intolerances and sensitivities on a plant-based diet. Um, Most of what I've run across, I don't think that really there's a difference between being on a plant-based diet versus being on a standard American diet. I think that you know, people run into the same occurrences. Uh, The number one uh, food intolerance that I run into is gluten-free, right? Um, Sensitive to gluten. Uh, Another one that is gaining popularity is nightshade vegetables. And so, you know, and then And then I guess uh, there are things that I don't really have to deal with, you know, like eggs and dairy. Those are the other ones. And then on on a plant-based diet though, um, nuts and seeds are probably the biggest one as far as, you know, if somebody has that sensitivity or allergy, then um, like a lot of the raw food things, you know, when you get into raw food and the nuts and uh, the cheeses are made from like cashews um, or some butters now also, you know, so, so it's, um, it runs the gamut, I would say, you know, it just really, I, again, I don't think there's a big difference between whether you're plant-based or not plant-based. I think you're going to run into kind of the same situations and things that you have to avoid. Absolutely. My husband and I had an experience in Costa Rica and the, um, we were on a boat and our guide provided lunch and she's like, yes, it's vegetables with pasta. And we thought, no, nothing of it, you know, but my husband's severely allergic to nuts and the dressing had cashews in it. So he, we had to get back to shore because of course we didn't have the EpiPen with us. Right. Of course. So this is, I totally agree with you with, uh, gluten being the number one sensitivity, 
um, and nightshades coming up. And I am um, also severely sensitive to nightshades. Mm. They, they affect my joints and mm -hmm. create very painful joints. And then of course, being vegan, you don't worry about the eggs and dairy, but then the nuts and the seeds going vegan, that tends to be a staple within it. I wanted to ask you, darling, <laughs> where did you train as a chef? Okay, so this is a really great question. Um, when I first started, uh, I went to culinary school for three weeks, but I was already a vegetarian at the time. And so three weeks in, I, I was struggling to stay because we were already, you know, I was okay, right? Working with the dairy things, but then it's like the meat already started entering the picture. And, and um, yeah, I just, I, it didn't feel good. I knew it wasn't going to be the right thing. And I, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to go a whole year through this program. And knowing that there's going to be like a meat component to it, like a large meat component, which I thought I could do, which is why I enrolled, right? I enrolled. And anyway, so three weeks later, I left. But um, having done that, you know, I had also prior to that completed a raw chef certification because I was really into the raw, raw vegan cuisine. It's the it's the platform that I used to do my 28 day vegan challenge for myself. And I lost 25 pounds. And so uh, I had completed that. And yeah, and you know, I've worked around food for a very long time. I've worked in restaurants, not cooking per se, but you know, uh, except for one job that I had, I, I went to work at this restaurant and they put me in the kitchen for four weeks and I had to learn everything from prep all the way through to the line. So that was exciting. Um, so I haven't, I, like a traditional culinary school, three weeks of that. And then the rest has just been, um, you know, my love for food and for um, eating good food, you know, and um, and then these these courses that I've taken. I took a, the raw chef certification. I have the plant based sports nutrition certificate and I'm currently enrolled right now in another one year program uh, with Matthew Kenny. He's my he's my inspiration. Uh, I used his book, um, Everyday Raw Express, for my 28-day challenge for, for most of my dinners. And, 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 you know, there's juices and smoothies and all kinds of things in that book. So I learned a lot. I learn a lot through books, for sure. I have a lot of inspiration there. And, um, yeah. Excellent. And I wanted to talk uh, about lifestyle. And you, you say uh, that you guide people toward a healthy lifestyle, starting, but not ending with food. Can you expand on that? Yes. So hopefully we know that, right? There are other things that we can be doing to be healthier, right? If you are going to the doctor and you're getting physicals. Um, so with that being said, food is just one component. It's important, right? We all have to eat. So I always say we might as well eat well. So um, what it means is that the thoughts that you think, the words that you speak, 
they all have an effect on your, on your well-being. You know, it's eating good, uh, staying hydrated, moving your body. And, you know, there's also sleep is another component that's extremely important for you to make sure you get enough rest and, you know, and, and self-care. And, and I know that's like a big buzzword right now, <clears throat> but I don't mean self-care in the way that most people, I guess, are talking about it, like going for a massage and like getting your mani-pedi. I'm, what I'm talking about is more of you getting in touch with you, right? Uh, really digging deep and knowing who you are and, and loving yourself and appreciating yourself and showing yourself kindness and compassion, all the things that you show other people to show for yourself. Yes. And your book, Food is Love. And when we make those lifestyle choices, we are loving ourselves. Absolutely. So tell us, tell us about the book, Food is Love. Yes. So, so I had no plans on writing a, a book at all. But um, since 2014, I've been, well, actually probably started in 2012 that I started doing, you know, personal development. And um, I had no idea what that was before. And so I was in this mastermind and I was focused on growing my business, you know, getting more clients and expanding my brand and all these things. And I had gotten to a point where uh, I had, I guess, achieved what I was going for. And uh, so the woman leading our group was like, okay, um, I think it's time for you to write a cookbook now. <laughs> so I was like, okay. And, uh, and so it started, you know, so I was like, okay, so if I did write a cookbook, you know, what would that look like? And we would eat dinner together because our mastermind was in the evening. And so we'd all take a break and eat. And of course, conversation started. And, uh, you know, it was just, it just came out of my mouth, you know, like, if you really think about it, food is an expression of love. And I know that we're really great at expressing love through food to other people, but how often do we show ourselves love through food, you know, as an expression of love to ourselves? And so that's how the title came, Food is Love. And, uh, and if, you, if you knew me then, right, and you know me now, I mean, you see the love behind me on my wall. I do. It's gorgeous. Um, I said, I was going through a, a breakup and um, during that time I would, I started seeing hearts everywhere. And so hearts just became this like symbol for me. And so that, so hearts and love, and, you know, I just love, love. I mean, my perfume is called, I love love. And that is like no accident, right? I didn't pick it. It picked me. And so food is love. And then the subtitle of the book is there are no rules in food and love. And so um, the way that I designed the book was not traditional at all. You know, it's not broken down by like appetizers, desserts and whatever. Um, I broke it down by my experience with my clients and really taking a look at who they were and who they are, because they're still current clients. So who they are um, and how they were expressing love through food. And so I had, you know, started out 
with my business, uh, most of my clients were single women entrepreneurs. So uh, the first, there's four parts of the book. The first part is uh, love of self. And then the second part of the book is love of family because I started cooking for families. And then the third part is love of each other because I was being asked to cook for um, uh, retreats and for gratitude brunches and graduations and birthday parties and things like that. So how we express love to each other through food. And then the, the fourth part is all my love, which is um, talks and talk before each part, before the recipes, there's a, a little story and quotes from clients, you know, about their experience or what it meant to them, you know, as far as that topic, like love of self, love of family, love of each other. I love it. <laughs> I love love too. I mean, you can call me Pollyanna. I've been through the grinder, you know, <laughs> I do it again to be here where I'm feeling what you're talking about. Exactly. It's, it's an experience. Exactly. It's definitely an experience and just not telling them, okay, go, go do that now. It's an experience food eating together. You know, my brother's been living with me and he's the chef has been such a wonderful experience, mm. especially discovering food sensitivities and then him discovering his own sensitivities it really does become an, an experience it's wonderful and um, yes I'm going to be leaving a link to the book awesome. in the description and I'll also be leaving links to uh, how to contact you and your social media uh, connections and I want to ask you <clears throat> for someone who is searching and on this journey as a vegan and lives with food sensitivities, what advice would you give them? Well, I think the number one thing I would say is that not, and it's easy for me to say, but, you know, uh, don't be so disappointed, right? Don't think that, you know, your life has ended now because you have to eliminate these things from your diet. Um, it's just, it, it's a small thing and there's definitely help for you out there. If you really are struggling, uh, it's one, it's one of the main things that I coach on with clients one-on-one. -on -one. Um, I have you take a food sensitivity test if you had not taken one already. And if you have one already, then, and it's recent, then I would like a copy of it so that I can dissect it. We have a conversation about, you know, how you're, how you're eating and how you kind of discovered this you know, sensitivity, and then we'll create a menu and a plan for you to work around it, you know, with a list of products, because reading labels is the number two thing I would say, right? If you have a food sensitivity, um, there are some micro things that you might not even recognize that are in the foods that you're buying. And you're, you know, I mean, a good example is something you said earlier, right? Like with the dressing and the cashews. Um, I went out to eat with friends and uh, it was not a vegan spot, but I'm always game to find something to eat. And they put cheese in the marinara. They put cheese in the dough of the pizza, you know, and I, and like, oh, and I was like, are you serious? 
I'm like, why? Why do you need that in there? But I get it, you know, and I know like traditional Italians put Parmesan, but most of the places I've gone don't do that. Uh, so it was really great. Um, the, the server was amazing. She totally um, took care of me and like made, she was highly aware, which was awesome. Uh, so, you, you know, just when you think it's going to be difficult even to eat out, I promise you, I mean, I was at a woman's conference a couple of years ago and they took care of me. Like I was so, I, I every, it was at a, a, like a casino and you know, there's lots of restaurants there everywhere I went. Oh, chef's going to make you something. Chef's going to make you something. Okay. I was, so, you know, if you ask, you know, and you, you, you know, you let people know, I think it used to be a big problem because, um, a lot, like in the beginning with the whole gluten-free stuff, people were like thinking it's a fad. And so restaurants were like not really believing that it was uh, a real thing, but it is. And, and now restaurants, especially even with like plant-based diets are, are doing a lot more to accommodate customers. So, you know, it's not, it, it shouldn't be that difficult. It should not be difficult, but creating a plan plans for success. And so I know with my food sensitivities, I do, you know, we're going to this restaurant, blah, blah, blah. I'm scoping out that restaurant, seeing if they have a menu, seeing if they have a sensitive menu, you know, gluten-free menu. Cause a lot of times with gluten-free, they'll also list the dairy, the nuts, all of the other things, you know, they'll list in there. So I'm scoping them out and I'm planning ahead, but you're absolutely right. Um, when this first started coming out and I've been dealing with this since my diagnosis of cancer in 2001. So for 20 years, wow. I've been dealing with this. So 20 years ago, I would have chefs become angry and belligerent with me yeah. because I'm asking what's in the food. That's it. I'm just asking what is in the food, nothing more. And um, so over 20 years, I definitely have seen what you're talking about, that shift where people are like, don't worry, chef is going to take care of you. So there has definitely been that shift, making it easier for people to ask questions. Because as we started this podcast, chef and I were asking, and it's like, chef, I'm tired of asking what's in it. That's like a question I always ask, what's in it? I want to make a t-shirt, what's in it? Because mm. I need to know so I can choose whether or not I'm going to, all right, I'm going to go ahead and eat that. Cause you know, it's a social thing. I'll pay later or <laughs> choose it, right? right. Choose, right. choose to say no. And, and no, I don't want to be sick for the next three days after eating that. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It, it Absolutely. Time to understand yeah. that. Absolutely. Yeah. You first, you know, you first, there's no one more important than you. And I say that all the time. Uh, it's in my book. You know, I said it to myself when I found myself you know, 50 pounds overweight. And I literally had no idea how I got there. And, you know, life just kind of has a way of, of taking over and, and we have a way of putting everything in front of us. Right. And so, <clears throat> you know, we have to be leaders of our own lives and put ourselves first so that we can lead everyone else. Yes. Just like when you get on that plane and the, and they announce if those oxygen masks drop down, you put yours on first. Don't worry about anybody else. That's right. Put yours on first. So food mm -hmm. is love. And when we're taking in the food our bodies need, 
then we have the energy and everything we need to spread that love. I love it. I love <laughs> it. Thank you so much, Angelique, for being yes. with us today. Any last minute shares you'd like to share before we close out today? Um, I think, uh, you know, you and I were talking about, you know, what's the difference between uh, food intolerance and sensitivities uh, and allergies. And um, so the big difference is that an allergy is an immune system reaction and the sensitivities are gut related. And so the thing is, is, you know, obviously we know, right? Allergies, anaphylactic response, EpiPens, hospitals, instant. things yes. like that, right? It's instant, you know, your whatever, all your body has a huge reaction to it. Um, food sensitivities and intolerances are things that like build up over time. And so you, you don't even notice them really. Um, I had a client who was not well, like she couldn't figure out what was wrong. She was going to this doctor, that doctor and all that. Uh, we had a call and it was in January and it took her six months to call me back because we had had a conversation about, you know, I said, I would really love for you to do a food intolerance test. And so it came back with, you know, it comes back with a list in, in first degree, second degree, third degree you know, and again, like I was saying before, you know, we worked on a plan to eliminate them and she started to feel like so much better, like almost completely like no, no issues, you know, especially when there were things within our control. Cause you know, there are things environmentally cause the test, you can get a test that also tests environmental, um, like plants and trees and things like that. So you know, those things you might not be able to avoid, but the food things and the beverage things, you know, we can, we can, and, and clothing, that was a really great point that you made, you know, because there are a lot of things in the, the lotions, the shampoos, the conditioners, the soaps, um, you know, there's so many things, you know, but there are resources, you know, to, to check and make sure that, and, you know, again, like so many companies now are, are so much more conscious and they're really doing a good job and providing options for people. So Love it. I took the food intolerance test myself and a lot of things that I no longer eat came back on the test. So, you know, it's like really no wonder I, I got to where I was, right? Egg white, egg yolk, anchovies, barley, you know, yeah, so no beer for me. Um, <laughs> even though I'll still drink it, but not, wow. yeah, not, uh, not a lot. And it's so true that it builds up. And then for a quick story about me, when I discovered a true allergy to eggs, mm. I ate eggs, you know, I would taste, it would taste metallic-y sometimes on my tongue. Mm -hmm. So I would disguise it, you know, put hot sauce or whatever on it, but I had a flu shot ended up in the emergency room, didn't put it together, continuing eating eggs. And I would probably eat them maybe three times a month. You know, we would go out for breakfast, okay. brunch or something like that. Right. And I would get that metallic taste, but I was still eating eggs. Second flu shot ended up in the emergency room. Wow. <laughs> so I got a test, highly allergic, not just to the white, but also the yolk. Mm 
Mm-hmm. So eliminate eggs out of my diet. Oh my gosh, night and day. Yeah. How my body is responding. Yes. And this you you're talking about is an immune response. And I do have sensitivities as well, but it's really good to know the difference. And then part of being food is love is experimenting on yourself to find out what works for this body. Right. Because what works for you could be deadly for me. Bananas is deadly for me. Yeah. I can't, and a lot of vegan food has banana in it. (laughs) Yes. You know, you have to, um, you know, different chefs or different, you know, creators add different things, you know, and I, I'm very conscious of that. And I, um, I cook for retreats and I get people with gluten sensitivities and, not allergies and nightshade allergies. So, you know, we ask those questions before we even prepare the menu. And so that we can do our best to accommodate every single person attending. Awesome. Excellent. Thank you. And what valuable information you shared today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being on this journey with us as we discover our, our food and how food is truly love. So we will have all of your information in the show notes. And thank you for listening to the Food Sensitives podcast. And I look forward to seeing you next time.